Hello, good people. I want to thank you all, first and foremost, uh, for listening. <laughs> I really do uh, appreciate that. It's very valuable. and it's, It makes me so excited uh, to know that people are listening. And that really means a lot to me. Uh, I just want to tell you thank you uh, from my heart. Just really deep down, thank you. I really do appreciate that. And uh, today's Tuesday. Uh, I'm recording this on a Tuesday, uh, December the, the 1st. Uh, and I'm mainly hitting you up today just because uh, in America we had another school shooting Uh, it happened in Oxford uh, Michigan Oxford Michigan and um, you know these school shootings are far away just too familiar now Um, I remember the first time I heard about school shooting I was out when was when I was a teenager uh, it was Columbine and I just didn't really. No, I take that back. I did hear about the the, the shooting in Kentucky, um, but it, it it was like you didn't really hear about that much. But Columbine was the one that really took uh, everybody's attention. Um, it was when it happened, and um, just thinking about it, you know, it's just a scary situation uh, being a parent at this point now, and knowing you have to send your child to school. And you just don't know what can happen, you know. But and you pray, and you just you teach your child, you teach your child everything you possibly can teach them. You know, you try to let them know, hey man, you know, get down, uh, you know, make yourself small, uh, hide when you can, run when you can, uh, just be aware, you know, pay attention to what's going on around you, pay attention to the people around you, uh, listen to what people are saying, don't bully people. Uh, and don't allow yourself to be bullied and always communicate with us as parents uh, you know that's that's one of the you know biggest things we use in our defense uh, of his feelings uh, whenever something could be going on we let him know that we're open here for him to talk to and instead of having to face all this that's going on, on campus on his own and so I'm not here to judge these, this kid's parents, and I don't know what's going on in their own household. That's not what I'm even talking about. I'm not trying to uh, Monday quarterback that. Um, what I do want to talk about, though, is two things. One, when I started to even think about, you know, I was going to make this uh, episode tonight, uh, I wasn't even aware that there has been 28 other shootings at schools in America this year I didn't didn't even know it and then these are just and these are just school shootings that you know where kids you know shot people uh, etc um, and well not only kids but just uh, you know shootings happen where it could be adult shooting long story short you know people got killed and shot and injured um, in, in these incidences so I was like, wow, it's, you know, it's weird, you know, that we don't even know about these things. But the crazy thing about it is two happened on the 30th, on November the 30th. Two happened. Um, Tennessee, uh, three people were injured. One was fatally killed after basketball games. Uh, Cesar Chavez High School in Levine, Arizona, um, a student was shot. Um about selling a gun and they were just 15 I'm thinking why were they even selling a gun at selling a gun in general you know 
it's just this is just crazy back in my day we didn't take guns to school to sell them uh if he was gonna sell a gun um just in general that's not how that happened it's just it's just crazy these things are going on like this and it's just one of those situations where i just remember going back as a student we did a lot of crazy stuff and growing up where i grew up you know people had guns um in the type of area i grew up in you know people had guns and in the pickup trucks you know if if a kid drove his you know parents truck to school there could be a gun in the gun rack honestly uh we we seen stuff like that it wasn't you know it wasn't that it wasn't that strange and, and um it's just one of those things that i think after columbine all that changed and so as a as a parent i'm always afraid for my child and I mean, I think that's a normal thing. You know, like I said, we do everything we possibly can do. And it, it's just one of those things. But, you know, as a gun, uh, as a gun person, the person who has guns, a gun owner, um, like last month or so, I took my son to the range and we shot. And we had a good time. You know, we enjoyed ourselves. But I keep my guns locked up. Keep, you know, and he knows gun safety, etc. But... I have to wonder, like, how does the parent feel of the child who did the shooting? You know, that has got to be a lonely place. Uh, Especially if it's a situation where, like this situation, I don't know a lot, a whole, whole lot of them what's in the news. But we know that the father had just bought the gun and uh, maybe like a week or so ago and then boom you have this situation where the kid takes it and he shoots people at school and I just have to remember I wasn't always the best uh, classmate you know uh, we bullied some kids Um, it it was just one of those things you know what I'm saying you kind of just did that you know what I mean back in the day and we never thought uh, that it would come back in bullets at us you know not, not in school anyway uh, something could have possibly happened outside of school, but you know, in inside of school, we didn't think it would happen. And I have to think, and I just really wonder, like, what were the conversations between the parent and the kid? You know, that led the child to want to take their gun to school and shoot somebody. And he was 15 years old. And it's just one of those things that me, I just couldn't, I just couldn't see that as a possibility being at 15. And as a parent, um, I wouldn't, I try to have a the best open relationship as a father that is uh, with my son as I possibly can. And to even, you know, to make sure he knows, hey, you can come and talk to me. You can talk to your mother. You know, we are one cohesive unit, one household, one family, you know one under one roof under God type of situation and um, it is just amazing to me in these situations but you know what you know that's a sad thing and uh, they're going to try him as an adult as I think they should and uh, he's going to have to face that situation head on because he put himself in that place so I'm not here to feel sorry for him honestly Um, and I don't know if you know if maybe you feel like I should I don't think I should at all Um, I don't feel sorry for his parents either uh, I I just you know I just wish that it wouldn't have happened. Uh, that's for sure. Um, I do see they're looking at charging his parents 
And that's something that did intrigue me because his parents, unless you can prove that they were part of the shooting or that they told, you know, you know, that they encouraged it or something to that effect. I don't see how you could really charge his parents for his actions. And I'm going to say this. Now, I know it's two totally different situations, but. I did say in one of my uh, Rittenhouse uh, situations, I was talking about uh, the Rittenhouse case, that if Rittenhouse would have been black, I think they would have found something to charge his parents for, uh, regardless of, you know, his verdict uh, being that, yes, it was self-defense. We're not even trying to hash that, debate that, nothing like that. I'm just saying as far as the fact that he's a minor and he was even in that position to say, you know what, I'm going to take this gun and, and put this on my shoulders and I'm going to march in to this situation and I'm going to help people. Okay. And, you know, that in itself to me is negligent on the parents at some point, some somewhere in there, that's to me parental negligence. And I think that I know for sure if he would have been black, those parents would have faced some kind of charges. It just would have. It just would have. And I see that in this case, this boy's parents is gonna face some charges. Because they were they had to be negligent in some in some shape, form, or fashion as well. That's what it's gonna come back to is negligence or some say, you know, something. Whether the gun was left unlocked, easily accessible, um, you name it. We have we could go back through gun. Uh, crimes committed by children especially children of color uh, where the parents or an adult in that situation end up getting charged as well because they had because a child was able to access the weapon uh, so uh, it's really not a new phenomenon or something that's completely different uh, it's something that happens quite a bit that no one even talks about and being a responsible gun owner I have to say to myself hmm well that is irresponsible, you know. But I also know, like I said, growing up in situations where I know that parents would leave their guns wide open, and you know, it's only still the responsibility of the child to say or not to say, "Hey, I am or I'm not going to shoot this. Take this gun to school and shoot somebody with it, you know, or take this gun and rob the store with it, you know, that type of situation." And um, so I, I really want to, I really do want to know how that plays out um, in comparison to race. Uh, is it just uh, something that's an extra weight that's put on black people's heads? In other words, your child creates this, this, this does this harm to people. You all must pay. We must, you know, you have to pay times two. Not only the grief of losing your child, the grief. That your child has brought on to in your life because he's taken other people's innocent people's lives away from them. I'm sure the parents carry grief as well as the, you know, as the victims' parents. They have to carry that that grief as well because they don't. I'm, they didn't want to see those innocent children die. I mean, it's just not something that you you really want to do. You don't. Want, who wants to? Nobody wants to see that. 
so um i really do think that is you know it's it's a double-edged you know it's really piling on to a certain extent but in life there are no excuses and these situations you know is even more important as to why you have to take gun safety seriously and you have to limit access to guns and um you can never just know for sure that hey my child is um, wise enough or smart enough, etc., not to do these things. You just never can, because especially if you're black, because again, there's not going to be a mercy rule put on you. There's not going to be, uh, you know, it, it just your child did it. You all are going to pay for that, and that's just a fact. Um, and that's kind of just how I feel about that situation. It's a super, super sad event. Uh, it's sad for everybody involved it's sad for the families of lost ones, injured kids uh, even kids that weren't shot it's traumatic and it's going to change their life forever uh, so you know I've been, I've seen drive-bys before you know happen right in front of my face and, and I know uh, that's a different situation you know that's a different mindset that puts you in uh, as, a, as a young person so is you know those are things you never forget and uh, you just blessed it you know you you didn't get hit and those kids are definitely gonna need some counseling for that situation no no joke no joke there they're definitely gonna need some counseling for that situation um on to another note though as i was looking through school shootings and things like that i found a database and um the database is called a k-12 school shooting database and this database has you know years of school shootings uh and like i said i was surprised to hear about the 28 that's happened this year but those 28 that we hear about are only certain situations that they even tell us there have been more than 28 school shootings this this year because I was surprised to see how many kids commit suicide at school by gun or attempt suicide at school by gun. And that was mind boggling, uh, mind boggling. Uh, it was just like blew my mind. Let's put it that away. Uh, I could not imagine going to school to kill myself. First of all, that is just, that's wild. And uh, it happens. Um, and I don't understand, like, why people, you know, we really need, and I don't want to, and I hate to say that we need to know these things, like, um, like really, who does want to know these things, you know? But this is a full picture of what gun violence really is. You know, it's more than just the occasional kid who goes and shoots up the school or shoots a couple people in the school we got people committing suicide at school we got people attempting suicide at school and they 16 17 14 12 all throughout the years you know this this is going back uh, this goes back a few years um then you know a couple of incidents and you know you got um domestic violence situations you know this happening um, there's a few self-defense situations happening as well. They're adults, uh, but, uh, but there's a lot of school stuff going on with guns, 
and way bigger than what we're seeing in the news way bigger than you ever hear from a lot of it is very hidden um and i think it's something that we really need to address and talk about more so when it comes to these school shootings we need a bigger you know if they're going to talk about school shootings it shouldn't just be if 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 more than one person was shot and killed i guess that's kind of the only time you hear about it for real um and the drive-by that happened, I think it was in Indianapolis or so, or somewhere in there. Or no, Vegas. It was in Vegas um, this year. That did happen. We, that was on the news. Um, but it's a real rough situation, man. If you have kids, and um, I just I just really hope that everybody, you know, you can keep your child safe. Um, if you do, if you are a gun owner, uh, I definitely hope that you keep your, you know, your guns and everything locked up. Uh, but teach your children about gun safety, but mainly let them know uh, they can never, you can never pull that back. Like once that, once that happens, it's, it's done. Uh, even just taking the gun to school is, you know, is reckless. So, I mean, that's just uh, my two cents on that subject. Uh, so I'm about to done off the gun shooting thing um, for the kids. I definitely do hope that you know this doesn't happen again this year obviously this year is almost over so um you know it shouldn't happen again this year hopefully not i hope we can end the year with it with you know not having you know more school shootings uh more suicides at school anything to that effect um i definitely do hope not but on to a new subject what i did want to talk about was uh also while i'm here i might as well talk about it Why are people acting like Omicron or Omicron, <laughs> the new COVID variant, um, you know, that they're going to be able to do anything different than what's already been done with COVID. So uh, that's one thing I definitely want to talk about. Okay, so uh, I'm working on this whole break thing, like getting my breaks timed. I can't stop my mouth running before I can get the break in. So I'm still working on it. I'm a one-man show over here. I'm a one-man show, crazy maniac. Uh, so uh, thank you for sticking with me. <laughs> One day, you're going to listen to my show, and you're going to be like, man, he's really getting together. Kudos, kudos, black kudos. And I'm going to be like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. But... um. So on to the Omicron uh, variant. Uh, If you listen to any of my earlier episodes, you know that I've always said that there is nothing going to stop COVID-19. They can force vaccines. They can force boosters. They can force the new pills from Merck and Pfizer. They can force everything they want to force. There is going to be nothing stopping COVID-19 and its variants and the variants of variants uh it is here to stay it is not going anywhere people so all this waiting for something to get back to normal waiting for the you know the markets oh my god's new variant the market crashes and then the market comes back up and all this mess people they know they can't stop it 
and we need to just go ahead and, and well I not say we because I already know the people need to just go ahead and understand the fact that you got to live your life okay yo low it you only live once people if you've gotten COVID and survived kudos to you congratulations hand claps I'm so proud of you and I'm happy that you are still here if somebody in your family has survived same thing ditto I'm so happy they still here uh, I got so many people in my family who have gotten it and survived and I'm so happy they are here uh, it's a blessing um, if you vax and you've gotten it hey it's gonna happen if you unvax and you've gotten it hey it's gonna happen um I just think that people have got to understand that the sooner we realize that whatever you think normal is, is not coming back and your current, your present, current state is what we're going to be living in. So if you work from home, don't dig on in there. You know what I'm saying? Get your office together. You know, make it look decent. Stop thinking you can go back because you're not. They're going to keep on coming up with stuff. You're not going back. I can pretty much guarantee that. I don't know who you are or what you do, but nine times I tell you, you're not going back. If you do work from, you know, uh, your normal job, whatever, hey, be happy. You still got a job. It's a blessing. And you're going to keep on going, too, because they're not shutting down. That that part is over. That was a political thing. It was two-sided. It was political, and it was control-based. Um, you know, it was political, for one, uh, because they had to make Trump look horrible on the on the on the economy uh only way they could do that was kill the economy so that worked uh it was control based because they knew they would win the election it's nice to have a nice bit of control extra control you know for people and it worked uh so uh kudos to them the plan was masterful um i don't mind working from home so hey i ain't tripping uh the second thing is if you wear a mask, you're going to continue to wear that mask. And you should. I wear a mask everywhere I go. Um, to the gym, to the store, whatever. We mask up. And, you know, that's just a, that's the bottom line. Can't nobody tell me I can't wear a mask, right? Uh, so I definitely wore the mask. It just makes sense to me. Uh, regardless of if I can still smell everything in the world, I'm still going to have that mask on. So it, that's just what it is. Uh, people say you're stupid well, maybe you know but that's what that's how i feel safe and so i think that's really all that matters uh vaccinated i'm all for it i think you should definitely get the vax if you feel the need to uh you know why not uh, it's here to stay millions of people have taken it millions of people are alive some people have died we don't know if it's vax or not we don't know yeah so you know that's that um if you're not vaxxed, hey, kudos to you. You know, you got something that's working for you, then I think that's fantastic for you. And if you don't have you don't have to, you know, if you're not in the if, if it's not a job situation where you have to, I definitely wouldn't be losing my job if it came down to the vaccine situation. Uh, I will say that. If you're concerned about, you know, uh, I don't want to get the vax because I'm gonna lose my job. I don't want to get the vax or my job. If, if, if it comes down to vax or job then I'm going to get the vax and it's not even so much about you know whatever it's just that my my debate on the vax thing is like I've always said 
I don't take vaccines in general. Flu, and I take a, a gazillion vitamins. I make sure all my numbers are up that way, and I don't really worry about getting sick that much. So I'm just not, I'm not a medicine head. You know what I'm saying? Some people are. Some people are medicine head. They, they, some people go to a doctor every week. You know what I'm saying? This, this is young, middle-aged, and old. So it's just one of those things. Um, I'm not, the, the conspiracy stuff with the vaccine, that, I mean, I think it's, I think that's foolishness, honestly. Um, so, you know, I think as far as if you're, if you're content on living on welfare or getting food stamps or whatever your situation is, maybe you don't have a mortgage. Maybe you don't pay rent. Maybe you don't have a car payment. Maybe you don't have insurance. Maybe you're not concerned about the image you put up for your kids. I don't know. If the vaccine is just too much and you have to quit your job because of it, then, you know, if that works for you, then I say do it, you know, if that's your thing. But I don't think it's a good idea, honestly, because on the flip side of that, as time continues to go on and as we continue to get more variants, we continue to get more and more issues with COVID and depending on who's in power as well or who wants to be in power as well um, we're going to have more and more restrictions if you're not vaccinated so uh, you're going to have to make a stand at some point <laughs> what you're going to do and it's, that's just the bottom line it's, it's not going away um, Canada Canada has already said that if you don't have a vaccine if you, you've got to be vaccinated not not just a negative test the canadian government says you've got to be vaccinated to fly or travel via train so um they're not letting you on an airplane a canadian citizen i don't know about you know coming in into canada i'm pretty sure you got to be vaccinated to get in honestly probably i would imagine that would be too but as far as canadian citizen for sure you can't fly or get on a train without being vaccinated so uh, that's a border country it's a first world country as well so i'm pretty sure they're gonna try to talk america's gonna look into that because we've had people influencers uh in the american government that was part of the obama government etc that wanted to have that same exact thing here so um old man biden is gonna give in eventually so it's gonna be one of those situations where they're going to be taxing you on your head every single time that you think that you're going to be like, well, I'm just going to, you know, if you're going to quit your job, quit your job. That's cool. But you're going to find yourself up against a wall and at the end, it's going to be ignorant. So uh, that's just my opinion only. You know, I'm not, I'm a nobody in this whole situation in the world. I don't pay your bills. I never will. So it doesn't make a, any, you know, difference what you think, what I think. I'm just saying what I think. Um, that's that uh so i i just really think that people need to you know social distance and everything that's that's cool and all but it really doesn't make sense because again using the airplane situation you ride up on people anyway you go shopping you ride up on people um covid if you're gonna get it you're gonna get it and i just hope you survive period that's the only thing i can say is i hope you survive um, I think that as I've said previously I think it's a DNA situation uh, I think the spike proteins they use uh, they test on a certain DNA and so they know how it's going to respond 
which is certain DNA is going to respond. So I think, you know, they already know the result of the fight before the fight even happens. They're just not telling us. We're just still looking at the card round by round, uh, personally. But that's what I like on the COVID situation, y'all. Hey, uh, do what you do. Do what makes you feel best in these situations. And I definitely hope everybody's safe. And, um, you know, but I hope everybody is free to make the best decision you possibly can make for yourself and live with it. Uh, That's for sure. Uh, So, yeah, don't don't let them have you holding yourself up in the house thinking that you go outside and you breathe. You're going to pass the fuck out Uh, because, you know, honestly, just might not. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you go outside, there are still business happening outside. People are still walking around, masked and unmasked. People are still, uh, you know, going about the business of life. And I think the people have got to understand that they also need to be going about the business of life as well. Uh, and just understand that life has changed. Life is different. Things are new. But you still have to live your life. Um, with that said. Um, my my COVID squawk is done. Uh, I'm gonna get off. I'm gonna put my soapbox down, and, and just remember, y'all, don't get too comfortable or get comfortable because it ain't changing. Okay, you know the Omicron is here. There's gonna be uh, a Delta flop. There's gonna be uh, whatever is next. It's gonna be next, and just get used to it. Stop thinking that something's gonna happen. There's no COVID superhero coming to save nobody. There's no coup, no COVID super anti anti COVID vaccine pill that's gonna save everybody. That's impossible. So uh, just stop telling yourself that. Stop believing that, and start living your reality of what the reality is today. Uh, you know, you still got to live your life. You still got to pay your bills. You still got to you know do what makes you happy. So start focusing on that. And, and trust me, COVID will be just like the flu. Uh, pretty soon we'll have an over the the counter uh, option. For COVID, I give it about 18 months, and when we go to CVS, it'll be over the counter, so we won't even have to worry about it. Uh, it'll be just like taking a Sudafed or something, so uh, it'll be okay. Um, with that said, uh, I'm gonna end this. Like I said, I'm working on my break. I'm working on my break uh, break game as far as breaking up segments, uh, but this is the last segment. And uh, thanks for listening again. Again, I say I can get more and more listeners. And I also want to tell y'all, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I really do appreciate it. And uh, be safe. Remember, guns are good, but bad people are bad. And uh, keep your guns locked up. Uh, educate your kids on your guns. Uh, make sure they understand, you know, it's not a toy. It's a real thing. But have some mental, real mental head-to-head talks with your kids. Uh, because it's a lot of crazy stuff going on right now today and these kids need you and uh, you know bullying ain't don't always look like it used to look when we when we got bullied in the back in the day or we did some bullying it looks completely different now so remember that uh, talk to your kid you know what I'm saying look them in their eyes just sit in a quiet room with them do whatever you got to do to break them down to understand that they understand that you there for them uh, and um, break them down with love though so and um that's all i got blackout letter